And I think as well, when, when, you're, when you're a child growing up, your parents teach you the basics in life. Get a job, get married, you get a pension, you buy a house, and then you retire. Hello, I am Joel Ingram, and this is Crisis to Crushing It Podcast. Let's dive into this week's talk, and I'll help to increase perspective, expand perception, and allow you to change your reality. Enjoy the show. Hairy goal, as I call it. And uh, it was all about building a global brand. And, you know, when I first set out, I did not know anything about business. I just knew that I had this passion for people uh, and for connecting people together. And my biggest two, I suppose, aspirations was to have something that my children could have. So leave a legacy for my children, but also develop something and create something that that I could be proud of myself, not just my children and my parents and my family and friends, but me myself, because, you know, we're only on this earth once and you've got to live your life till your fullest. And I always used to connect people and, and I used to do parties in the house. I used to have like curry nights um, when my um, husband used to go out um, or when he'd be away for, for work. And, uh, and I'd get all my friends from all over Cardiff to come and, you know, come to my curry night. And we had a great night and they all got friendly with each other, which was brilliant, you know, and they didn't all know each other. But by the end, you know, we were all really great friends. And so I did it naturally in my personal life. But then I thought to myself, I, I started going to this networking event back in 2007. And, uh, and I had this, Ooh, I quite like this, you know, I went to my first event, but actually when I first started networking the first three months, I got it completely wrong because I was primarily a salesperson, but I was actually trying to sell to people in the room, you know, and if you can pick the scene, you know, I used to sell advertising for a business magazine and I'd go up to people saying, oh, hi, I'm Tracy from Enterprise Magazine. I sell advertising. Do you think you'd be interested in that? Is that something that would be interested in? You know, and it's like people were backing away from me, you know, and they were thinking, my God, who's this full on pushy salesperson? And um, the first, as I say, the first three months, I didn't get any business and I nearly gave up on it. And I thought, what a pile of rubbish it was, you know. Yeah. And luckily for me, I built up some good relationships with some people that did happen to like me, get to know me and started to trust me. But I obviously, and, and vice versa, and I said to them, you know, is there, am I doing something wrong? Because I'm just not getting any business. And they went, yeah, can we be honest with you? And I said, absolutely. And all the stuff, yeah. and get to know them, get to them and serve them and, uh, and, and, you know, just make sure that you're doing a good job for them. When I first started networking, I got it completely wrong. And, and when people told me it was all about building relationships with people and starting to get to know them, like them and trust them. And, <laughs> um, you know, it's not about selling to them, giving it the hard sell like I first did. And, and then when I changed my tack, month four to month 12, I went on to sell a hundred grand's worth of business just from doing it the right way. Wow. And I sat there the one day and I thought, wow, this is really powerful stuff, you know? And, yeah. you know, I, when I started building my relationships, they were then telling other people about me because I was just trying to help and serve people. I was just trying to serve others. And that's my biggest message today really is that in networking, it is all about, it's never about yourself, never, ever, about yourself is what you can do for others. And when I realized that, I was a bit horrified because obviously I was like, oh my God, I got it wrong. But that's how you become better. You get it wrong, you tweak, you know, you, you tweak it, you get the feedback because feedback's really important. And I, I, I did a talk over in Dublin last weekend and I, you know, I said to the audience, you have to get feedback off people because that's how you learn and that's how you improve. That's how you get better. You know, and I've always said to my kids, if you fail, it doesn't matter because as long as you don't keep failing and making the same mistake, 
Mm. You're learning, you know, so the bigger the fail, the bigger the learn. And I think a lot of people today are, are really fearful of failure. You know, or they, they think, oh, I won't do that because what if I fail? I won't stand up and speak in public. What if I look like an idiot? You know, it's like we're all human. You know, we're all human people. You know, we're just humans that, you know, we all get things wrong. We all get things right, you know, and when we get things right, fantastic. But, you know, if we get it wrong, don't worry about it. Don't beat yourself up about it, you know? Yeah. No, you're spot on. It's, uh, and I can keep people locked away in their, in their houses, you know, binge watching Netflix because of, because of that fear, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, it's for that, you know, and, and it's like public, like I just touched on about public speaking, you know, a lot of people have this fear because a lot of, you know, 50% of the population are introverts, but there's so many introverts out there that, again, they shouldn't beat themselves up about it. And they go, oh, I'm too shy, you know, but, there, you know, there's some fantastic, successful people out there who are introverts, you know, there's loads of successful people out there that are introverts, you know, but yeah. at the end of the day, just get out your comfort zone. I say that to anyone, get out your comfort zone. And just go for it. And if you get it wrong, don't worry about it, you know? Mm, just have a crack. And I think these days people are more wanting human and transparency and authenticity. You know, that's what people want. They don't want the bullshit. You know? <laughs> but they don't want the bullshit, you know? They just want you to say it as it is. And I think that's how I've grown my business. You know, if I make a mistake that I've done wrong, or even if my staff make a mistake, I just blame myself to the client. You know, I don't blame my staff. I just take the blame, you know, and, I'm not about the blame and shame culture, you know, I'll just say, oh, sorry, we got that wrong, you know, or I got that wrong. I should have trained them better, whatever, you know. And I think if you own up to people and you actually say to them, if you have, you know, made a mistake, put your hands up and say, listen, I screwed up, you know, yeah. Big deal. don't worry about it. Let's move on, you know. And, and I think people have just got to get into that truthful mindset rather than the bull, you know. Yeah, no, you're 100% right. And I liked what you said just now, which was you were open to feedback, I, I think a lot of people, they don't see, <laughs> I think it's, it's a little bit to do with perspective, but like how you take that feedback. Some people take it as criticism. Yeah. So how, how did you, how were you able to be in that space of taking it as feedback as opposed to taking it as criticism, you know? Well, I, you know, there, there's a difference between criticism where someone's being nasty or just vindictive, which there are nasty people out there and there are vindictive people out there. And yeah. then there's constructive criticism, which one wants to make you better, you know, and I'm, I'm all about improving because I, you know, I, th I don't think anybody in life should be arrogant. You know, I think that's a horrible trait in people, you know, that, that makes me cringe when I see people who are arrogant because, you know, you should be humble in whatever you do, you know, and uh, if you, you, you create, you've got to create humility. You've got to create that, you know, authenticity. And, and, and if you're arrogant with people, you're not going to get, get by on in this world. I don't think. No. Do you know what I mean? So I think you have to be open to get criticism or get constructive criticism so that you improve. You know, I'm constantly reading books because I don't know anything. You know, I don't know everything. I, you know, there's little I know, you know, I know enough to, to, to run a business and create a business, but I still make my mistakes. But I think as long as you rectify them and don't keep making the same one. And that's what, you know, because, you know, at the end of the day, business is a journey, you know, and, you know, it's not a destination because it's, it, you're forever changing. You're forever going, you know, you've just got to keep going and, you know, you fall over, you have a bad time. You just got to get up and, you know, it's like Paul, my husband, he always says, you know, whatever in life, you know, life throws at you, your curveballs, you just get up stronger, fighting harder and, and, and keep going, never give up, you know? Hmm. And it, there's some fantastic videos out there. There's some really good, one of my favorite motivational videos is the one with Sylvester Stallone, you know, and he says, keep going, you know, and all this <laughs> stuff, you know, and it's 
Paul puts it on quite often, you know, and it, it's a brilliant video. It's about seven minutes long, I think. I'll I'll have to get the title of it. I can't quite remember. It's something like the most, you know, the most wonderful motivational video of all time or something like that, but sliced alone. If you search it, I'm sure you'll find it, but it's it's awesome. It really is. And But, you know, that's what business is. It, it is a journey and it's it's ups and downs, but, you know, you have to be resilient and you just have to keep going. And I think if, if you've got a goal and you're determined and you're passionate about what you do and you do something that you love, you'll never work a day in your life. You'll just do what you love and you'll just have good times and bad times along the way, you know, but it's, it's how you deal with those failures and it's how you deal with those bad times. And you've yeah. just got to be positive and just keep moving forward. How, how do you tend to view obstacles? I mean, you obviously you're in, in your flow at the moment with regards to what you do. Obviously you're passionate and you love it. So how do you view any obstacles that come up with what you're pursuing at the moment? Well, we, you know, we have a lot of obstacles in, you know, and like, I think one of the, the, the big things as you grow, you get bigger problems, you know, and like bigger cash flow issues, you know, because as you scale the business and you start to turn over more money, you then have a lot more people that owe you money, but then you have a lot more people to chase money, you know? So yeah. then as you grow and you know, you're getting more money coming in, you want to do bigger things. You want to do more things. You want to market you want to take on more people. You want to take on more salespeople to grow it even more. And that is that is probably one of our biggest challenges is cash flow because as money comes comes in, we're constantly paying back out again because we're trying to scale and we're trying to grow by doing all these extra things like the marketing and taking on more people, you know? And I think you get you get so excited about scaling your business, especially when you're on in the flow and you you, you know, you you're going on the you know, you're going on the up you sometimes can get carried away, but you've just got to literally focus and, and just ride the waves, you know? And, um, but you, you just got to keep going. No, I like it. I like it. You're right. Spot on. Coming in now, so he's going to be, uh, I wanted to jump on in a minute. They want to listen to you as well, Mr. Smo. Sure. <laughs> I just said you've been playing golf. Did, did Hello, you? <laughs> How are you doing? You all right? I, I'm good, mate. You? I'm good, yeah. Just, he said uh, he can edit it anyway because the dogs come in and started, <laughs> it started like 10 minutes before. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I've just been playing golf at uh, the Velvet. So I've got a big golf tournament tomorrow with um, the ABF Soldiers Charity. That's the charity that was at the Vale because he came to the after party. Oh, brilliant. And um, yeah. the sponsors are Strixon, which is a golf brand. Nice. And also, and also Clog Eye Gold uh, the sponsors as well. So they've got a gold cup there tomorrow they've made. So you've got some big players there, some big companies. I haven't played golf for six months. It's my first chance to play in. So like, I don't look like a grave digger there tomorrow when I'm on the golf course. Mm -hmm. uh, so I played all right tonight, thank God. So, so yeah, so I've got some practicing. and uh, It's all right, isn't it, doing business on the golf course while I'm in the office? <laughs> Can't fault it. But um, it's a good opportunity to do business because we've got uh, eight golf events now starting this year. And we start next week. Uh, we've got some big companies there as well. So we do well on the golf courses for business. We do really well. And I encourage everyone to learn golf uh, and get on the golf course because so much business is done on golf courses um, for, for opportunities for new clients, you know. So um, if you're not really good, uh, four or five hours on a course, you're building good relationships, meeting new clients, and potentially doing business as well, which is... That's, that's the part of it, really. That's the, that's the exciting part, you know, which is good. You never know who you're going to meet. Yeah. All right, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'd probably be throwing my hat in the ring at some point along the line with those uh, events down there. So yeah. I'm looking forward to attending. Yeah, it's good. It's good. So, so, yeah. So, um, 
So yeah, did you want any, any questions or anything? Well, he just started asking now just about the business. So he said he can edit it because obviously the dogs came in. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, I just asked um, Tracy about um, viewing viewing obstacles in life with regards to like I know you got plenty at the moment with regards to business, but if you could, if you imagine some some people listening to this, maybe just thinking they sat on a settee, wish wishing for a life because you got obstacles or things in the way that they you know, don't feel it can get past. I just wondered if you could maybe share some insights with how you view obstacles or anything that, you know, comes up in your life. How do you tend to deal with it and put it to bed? And I think, I think, I think one way of viewing obstacles in life is, is communication with the right people, uh, people that you respect, uh, people who've done it, people who've been there, People who uh, achieve a lot of greatness in their lives would have gone through similar things because how do they achieve that? So they would have gone through tough times. Um, and having people that's close to you that you trust and also business mentors are always very good um, to, to seek advice from. And also, Everybody should have a mentor and, reading. And also I think, um, you know, it's, you know, it's a lot of it, a lot of it is generally um, gut instinct um, on what you think is the right decision to make. But also one thing you'll find in business is you'll meet men um, who, who want to give up, who want to just jack it all in or can't deal with the pressure or, or you know, how am I going to pay the bills this week? How am I going to uh, achieve uh, something that, you know, I've been planning to do and uh, I can't achieve that goal. It ha- and how do you get around, how do you get around that? And, you know, you know, you know, we're a perfect example. You can choose, you can achieve anything you want in life, um, as long as you have the goals and the dreams, and you have the belief that you can do it. The other thing, as well, is my biggest tip to anyone is you have to surround yourself with the good people, sort of the right people, and yeah. people who can take you to that, those destinations and those goals. Because without those people, you'll never achieve it. No matter how good you are, how 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 qualified you are, without that circle of trusted people. You, you will never achieve uh, your goals and dreams because pe- other people will help you achieve it. And, okay. uh, and, and my biggest tip for anyone um, is, is, is uh, sign yourself with the right people. Definitely. Uh, I, I call them the circle of trust, the ones you trust. Yeah. If people want to ride off you and, and there's people that want to use you and there's people that, you know, um, you know, want to leverage you, your brand. Uh, for their own benefits, but uh, you'll meet two people. People, you, you'll meet two people in life. You'll meet givers and you'll meet takers, and you'll suss the takers out and you'll suss the givers out. Mm. You know, and um, you know, you know, we, we uh, you know, what we found on our journey is um, is sometimes the you know the impossible. You know, you know, when I was telling people last year we're going to bring Lord Sugar to Cardiff, we're going to bring Grant Cardone to Cardiff, yeah. People look to me as like... You're talking Chinese. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really, Paul? I went, yeah. And, and they looked at me and said, you know what? If there was some people on this, if there's some people in Wales and in Cardiff and you had to put a bet on who's capable of doing it, we'd be, we'd be in the top three of who, 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 who are capable of doing it because it's who we're connected to. And, and, and it's all about your business and your your vision and your goals on who you're connected to. That's how you'll achieve it. You go the long way or the hard way. The long way is you don't go meet people. The short way is, is grow your circle quick with the right people. 
Um, and, and that's one of the biggest advice I tell anyone in business. Well, yeah. I say to anyone, you know, everyone should go networking and everyone should have a mentor. That, you know, that they, those are the biggest two things yeah. that we've done in our life, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. Surround and, ourselves and, with good people. And, 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 you know, a couple of years ago, I said we're going to bring Lord Sugar to Cardiff and uh, we were the first to do it. We're going to bring the Dragon's Den to Cardiff. We were the first to do it. We, we were the first to bring the Apprentice Winners to Cardiff. We were the first to do it. We were the first to bring Grant Cardone to Cardiff. We were the first to do it. So when I said we're going to bring Richard Branson to Cardiff, people go, they go, what, really? I went, let yeah, me tell you. What, what, I'm in talks with him now. So people realize that when you bring these people to the table, we're serious. We're not, we're not joking. Hmm. The strategy is, is how do you do it? That's, that is the biggest tip. People want to know how do you do and how do you achieve and how do you get your goals in life, where you want to achieve. And um, it's all about, we know people that can help us achieve them. Likewise, we help thousands of people through all our, our careers to achieve goals. Once they achieve their goals through our network and people that we've done, then they feel that they owe us. They, 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 they want to give back to us. In other words, you've helped me. How can I help you, Paul? Hmm. And, uh, and a lot of it is, 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 uh, is, is who you know. It's, um, you know, they say what you know is, is important, but it's who you know in business. And who knows you. And who knows you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you've got to get out there and, yeah, and, and, and also you have to be credible. Your brand has to be credible. You have to get your name out there. One thing I learned from Grant Cardone last year, and, I, and we spent two weeks with Grant, and, and one of the things, we did a conference in London with maybe 1,800 people, and he said, said to those people there, no one's ever heard of you. No one will buy nothing from you at all as a business. So get your name out there, get your brand out there. It's lots of social media out there. It's free. Uh, but if no one's heard of you, the chance of buying your products and services is not going to happen. And it's true. You know, it's like, you know, people, you've got to be, you've got to be in the tomato, top of mind of the opportunity. You've got to be out there and tell people what you do. If you don't, no one's going to, no one's going to, you count how many times people don't ring you in a day or a week or a month. Hmm. That tells you um, what you're doing. What you're doing about your business. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think whatever industry you're in, whether you're a solicitor, an accountant, whether you're in banking, whether you're in finance, it makes a difference. If people don't, if people don't know of your brand name in a certain sector in industry, no one's going to call you. No one's going to call you at all. And I always, one thing I always say to people, you know, when people say, oh, I'm an accountant or I'm a solicitor, you know, or I'm in the property industry, we are all in the people industry. <laughs> yeah. Because people buy people that they know, like, and trust. Period. That is it. It is all about the relationships. Hmm. You know, yes, of course, people buy brands. You know, Paul loves his Hugo Boss, you know. I love my Joe Malone and my Cara Millen, so I you know. I for Hugo Boss, so, so, so I, know, I know all the, um, the, all the brands there. But, but do you know what's interesting is when you meet these billionaires – and when you talk to people who are like very close to these people, okay, I'm talking about their their closest friends. Hmm. You understand what makes what motivates them, what makes them tick, what what makes them different to everyone else. And these billionaires are just like normal people. You know what you see on the telly. You see Lord Sugar on the telly. You see Grant Cardone on video. You see him on telly as well. Mm-hmm. When you get to know these people, they're just normal people. Everyone's just normal. The, the normal people, um, uh, and and I, I'm talking to people now, obviously who are very very close to Richard Branson, very close to him on a regular basis, and also all these circular people 
that he deals with, we're talking to them all now. So, you know, you get, you, you get, you get an idea of what makes them tick, what we know. And also, you know, what these guys are, these guys are, they all love networking. They all love meeting people. They all like meeting new entrepreneurs. They like one people who can change the world. They want people to make a difference in, in the community, in the business community. They want to meet people like that. That's what, that's what makes them tick. And, and, um, we're just building profiles on people around the world at the moment that we want to bring to, to South Wales, bring to Cardiff. And, um, and, that, and that's our goals. That's what we want to do. We want people to see them in the flesh in Cardiff, not London, mm-hmm. not New York, or not Paris, Cardiff. That's what I'm born and bred is Cardiff. You know, the only, U, the only, the only location in, 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 the, in the UK last year that Lord Sugar and Grant Cardone spoke was Cardiff, not London, Cardiff. It only happens in Cardiff. That was yeah, that's impressive. And we made it happen. Yeah, yeah. And it's all down to relationships. That's one thing: relationships and trust. And that's what Intrabiz stands for. That's what we say to people: that Intrabiz is two things: relationships equals trust. And that, and that's what uh, you know. Whether whatever business you got, whether you, whether you turn over twenty quid, twenty million, or, or, or twenty billion, people always need to meet people. They always need to know who do I meet, who I'm connected to. And that's how you grow your business, is people help you grow your business. People will help you grow with the right people. Okay. So how would, um, I mean, imagine there's somebody, maybe entrepreneurs listening to this now, and, they, and they're thinking that they've, they've heard about networking. They're not really sure where to, how to start, where to start. What, what, what would be the, the first steps maybe of either connecting with yourselves or, or getting stuck into the networking scene? I think I think what you'll find is um, there's certain networks out there in the in the business community, depending where you live. And I know, for instance, for South Wales, um, there's a few out there, um, and, and and there's two different types. Some people are put off by networking because they've had very bad experiences. And what you'll find is that there's a stigma. In other words, oh, I've done it. I don't like it. It's not for me. It, it won't work for me. We're not going to name and shame them, though, obviously. <laughs> so there's that stigma, okay? And also, there's if you look in the UK, where's the choice of networks you can go to? There's not that many. Uh, you look in the UK. We've just come back from Dublin, okay? I've been there twice now, February and last weekend. I spoke to 200 women last time, 150 in February. And Dublin is like, you know, crying out for what we do over there. They were literally, we showed them the video of the expo. We showed them what we do. Nothing exists like that in, in, in an island at all. Nothing. That's mad. And, 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 then, and then, you know, they, they got the capital there with Facebook, Google. They're all based there. All head offices are based there and doesn't exist in, you know, you got one network and that's your choice, not, nothing else. So it's difficult to say you know, what would my advice would be. Uh, but they haven't got something that what we offer in that city, where else can they go? So that's why we're franchising our business now. We're franchising our model. Okay. What they can do is that there's lots of free events that people can go to to start with. So they could, you know, they could go to those type of events just to get their confidence up first, you know, and, and let's be honest, you know, any event that they go to, whether it be a house party or of a friend, that's all networking and all the difference is it's just business networking for business. So it's socializing for business. That's basically what networking is. It's socialising for business. It's about, it's, about, it's about meeting people. You can meet people in, 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 in the car park. You can meet people in Tesco's. You can meet people 
in a pub. You know, it's all about so what you do then. How can I help you? It's all about building your network. Um, People are naturally doing it every day of their lives. And they don't know they're doing it. Yeah. But, but there is a stigma to it uh, where people, they've had some bad experiences and that's put them off for life. Hmm. You know? so, um, but just, you know, I say just get out there and start talking to people and find out about others. You know, don't go doing what I did, you know, obviously just trying to sell to people straight away. It's just show an interest in them and ask questions about them and see what it is that they do to see how you can help them. Yeah, you know, and, and the biggest word about it is relationships. That that's all about it's all trust relationships, and that's how you know you need to get out there and um, and, and meet people and, and be a giver, not a taker, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you, man. It's uh, yeah, it's it's you, you're listing everything I feel strongly about. So yeah, it's uh, although I I got to say I've only been to a couple of events uh, for. Uh, you know those types of events, like you, your Grand Cardone one was one. Yeah. Uh, I've been to and one or two other ones in Cardiff. But initially, I was when I first entered very nervous and very aware that I was maybe in in your one in particular. I was a little bit out my depth. But I looked around the room and I thought, "Oh, what, what am I doing?" <laughs> you know what. A lot of people have that, you know, that, that nervousness about it. But as, remember what I said, we're all humans. Yeah, so yeah. People just want to get out there to make a difference to their business. A lot of it is psychologically. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's what it was. There was nobody doing or saying anything to me. It was all in my own head. Psychologically, it's, it's, it's a comfort zone you're not, not used to. Yeah. It's like being a newbie in the school class classroom, thinking everyone's looking at you, thinking, oh, to say hello to. Mm. You put it with someone and go, oh, don't worry, I'll look after you, stuff like that. So it's a bit, uh, it's a bit, uh, it's a lot of it psychologically, uh, and, and, and it is daunting. A lot of people, you know, I meet people, and I'm, I shake their hand, and their hands are sweating. Hmm. They can listen, you know, they try to relax and comfortable like we do. It's a hard sell, there's no pressure, you know, just be yourself. Um, but, you know, you can see the nervous ones there, and um, we just try and give the confidence to people and say, listen, you, you go to a pub, don't you? you? You go to a restaurant, you talk to people there, exactly the same as us. You have the same environment, you never, uh, never can feel that uncomfortable. Um, and we've been this 10 years now. And, um, you know, wherever we go in the world, you know, we've done events in Bahamas, we've done in Vegas, we've done Paris, Spain, even people from different nationalities. Yeah. We try and make them feel as comfortable as possible that we're approachable to talk to. That's what it's about. Easy going to talk to then. Listen, this is what we do. Well, what, you know, I, I'm, we're actually creating a, a business academy. Um, to help people and and train them how to network effectively. So anybody that's listening, um, I will be, if, you know, if anybody wants to reach out to us, you can reach out to us on info at intrabiz.co.uk um, and, and, and ask to be added to our database to keep them up to date. And the program that I'm going to be doing is, um, is, is, it's a bit like a webinar, but what we're doing is we're pre-recording the training but then I'm going to be jumping on live, a bit like a webinar, if you like. But then yeah. we'll also be able to interact with each other on the platform. So they can, you know, I'll be saying to them, right, you know, introduce yourselves. If anybody wants to reach out to other people, you can either give your email address openly to everyone or you can just put a telephone number in if you want to get in touch with each other. Um, and also it's, it's a way of us finding out what their problems are, what their challenges are, so that, you know, I'm going to be saying throughout the the, the training, you know, what are your challenges when you go networking or what is it that you don't want to do or what's stopping you from going networking? Hmm. 
because people then they're in their own environment at home listening to my 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 training program but also they can interact at the same time and I'm going to be there live ask you know answering questions mm. so that's going to be quite good but it's it's like training um you know learning to learning all about networking but also you can connect with people there and then as well so that, that, that that's quite exciting and I'm going to be launching that probably the next 4 to 6 weeks I just uh, funny enough, I've had some training on the uh, on the setup today because I'm not great at tech to be honest. So I was just learning all about the the tech side of it really. But um, it's coming together, and I'm really excited about it. So it's it's going to be good. That sounds cool. Yeah, and I'll, I'll just share with you that it's not just about meeting people and and connecting people. We, you know, we we had um, uh, we had a new client that joined us yesterday, new member. And I won't say who it was, but the MD of the company had a bar, had a bar experience with a massive luxury brand. And that luxury brand was in our network. And we were disappointed to hear about that because these guys were one of our sponsors. And uh, we were gobsmacked that they had, um, had, some, had some sort of uh, some issues, wasn't issues and, and some service there, poor service. So um, that client was a multi-millionaire business who just uh, come on board with us. I met the MD yesterday and um, didn't know who he was from from, from Adam. And uh, he said to me, you know, um, you know, these are my concerns and issues. And, and obviously, um, you know, uh, didn't want to deal with the brand anymore. So I said, right, okay, let me sort something out for you. Let me deal with it for you. He said, well, you don't need to do that. I said, listen, I will because... Anyone who belongs to my network, who, who's one of my clients, I want to rectify things. So this potential, this this sponsor to come on board. He's a big sponsor in the business community, uh, multi-million pound business. Um, I introduced him to the right person from that company. That person went to see him today personally. And um, from the back of that, all things have been reconciled and everything's been um, sorted. Sorted. And he's just placed a hundred thousand um, pound deal with that person. So <laughs> power of connections. So so <laughs> I, I've just turned let's have commission. <laughs> I've just turned around a client who uh, was disgruntled and who was like uh, really like you know wasn't happy, and to a client who didn't really know that they had a, a client that wasn't really happy with them. Hmm. Uh, was you know swore to me that you wouldn't want to deal with him again. You know I sort of um, turned it round for him the way of thinking, and I said, "Listen, I'm going to hear this." Um, did uh, an introduction, so so we are sort of like we're sort of like mediators as well, not just as uh, for for companies. Uh, some people have good experiences, some have bad, uh, and anyone who who has and, and they're not happy, then we want to rectify that because sometimes. We all make mistakes. Someone just says, sorry, uh, let me look after you. How can we rectify that? Oh, it's lack of communication, and, isn't it? And uh, they're both talking now. They're both really happy. And, they, and I had an email from the company who, who I signed up yesterday saying, if it wasn't for you, Paul, this would never have happened. We are so grateful. So grateful. Uh, so stuff like that makes my day to, uh, to have both of my clients working together, happy, mm-hmm. Both doing business with each other, uh, and and, that's, and and we get great um, gratification out of that because that gives us we're doing our jobs good and, and we want to c- communicate and, and connect people as well. So that that's a good thing. Then we, we get a good kick out of that, which you know is, is a pleasure to receive emails and and and, and go the extra mile for people because 
uh, our back, my background is customer service and you treat all clients exactly the same. Go the extra mile for them and they'll stay, they'll stay for you for like, you know, for many years. And most of our clients have been with us for years. Hmm. Now, have you, have you both been always that orientated that way with regards to um, uh, being social and, 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 you know, it's our personality, Creep. isn't it? Yeah. Well, even as kids? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but mind you, oh, I think when I was very young, when I was really young, I was a little bit shy to start with, and then I started doing ballet and tap. <laughs> so my mum sent me to a like a drama and ballet school. Um, and then okay. I, and after that, I was obviously singing and dancing on the stages in the new theatre and things, so that brought out my confidence. But it was wow. only when I was very young that I was a little bit quieter, and then obviously I, I just, you know, obviously overcome that as I... I was put into these scenarios and you've always been no. an extrovert, haven't you? Well, I, I was quite, I think for me, um, I left school with no qualifications. I, I left school when I was 16. I didn't even do any exams. I hated school. I couldn't <laughs> wait to get out of school. I couldn't wait to get out of school to, to be, um, I didn't even want to be an entrepreneur. I just wanted to get, I just wanted to get out of school and earn many. That's what I wanted to do. And I went to retail uh, and, I, and I probably still been in retail all my life because my background is refashion. Um, and, and I think I had a wake-up call when I was 18 thinking, why didn't I study in school? I wish I studied. I wish I'd gone. The, I, 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 it was too late, you know? So I had to make amends for my career. What did I want to do? And lucky, uh, I was, I, I became, I started on a YTS um, in, in, uh, in Alders when it was around. And then I had a job. They shut the store down. I had a job part-time in House of Fraser, and um, and my manager had left, and I was 18 years old. And they were looking for a, for a concession manager for, for Dash, which is like a like Benetton at the time. Yeah. I said to uh, the area manager, oh, I can do that job. And they went, well, you've got no experience. I said, listen, I can <laughs> sell the product. Uh, 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 just give me a chance. And they gave me a three-month chance, and, and I smashed the figures because – um, I was confident <laughs> in selling and I was the youngest concession manager in House of Fraser at 18 years old. So we used to go to managers meetings on a Monday afternoon and they used to say to me, oh, sorry, son, you, you can't come in here. It's like, <laughs> I'm dressed in a tracksuit, 18 years old, thinking like, well, you go down a city or something like, you know, like, um, you know, in tracksuits. And I say, no, I'm one of the managers. They went, you be a manager. You look too young to be a manager. But but that was my break, <laughs> management. And then I went into fashion then to Topshop as an area manager. I was 21. Uh, I got a position there. And I was quite – and then I became a dad then at 21 years old. And that was a big wake-up call for me because I was thinking, I don't want to – I don't want to um, bring my kids up with, like, no money um, – and, uh, and, and I think, I think as, you, as you're a kid growing up, you know, I grew up as a kid where, you know, my parents got divorced and, you know, we didn't have much money at all. So we went through hard times. And I thought to myself, do I want to be brought up? Um, and when you're brought up as, as, a young, as a youngster who's got no money and, you know, you're in school and no qualifications, I realized that you need to start working hard. You need to start being different, you know, and, and that's what, that's what motivated me to be an area manager at 21 years old for top shop and top man all around the country. And I, I, and I, and I worked endlessly to provide for my kids. Um, 
and then how I fell into to Intrabiz is that uh, is that I met Trace at a networking event at one of the polos event, events in Foss Glass and Common Castle. Common Castle, and I never understood network. I didn't, didn't know what I didn't know what it meant. I didn't even understand the industry. But what 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 I realised is I'd been networking for twenty odd years because I dressed all the MDs and CEOs of business owners uh, from the suit industry. So I worked for Sue Soterio, I worked for Suit Chu, I worked for Moss Bros, I worked for Hugo Boss, I worked for all the big brands, and I, and I dressed all the business owners. And, and it, was only when, it was only when I realized what I'd been doing for 20 years that really I wasn't just a store manager or any manager, I was more of an entrepreneur because I used to do deals with football clubs. I used to dress the whole of Carter City. I used to dress the whole of Swansea City. I used to dress the Welsh FA. I dressed the whole club. And I used to do uh, marketing and um, uh, and sponsorship deals, as not just as a area manager, as a store manager. And I knew I was quite entrepreneurial. And then I realized that when I came into Intrabids, um I thought, well, let me use my skills in retail into this industry, which I did. And then we, we had about 30-odd members. And then we said, right, okay, we'll give it a year and we'll see how it goes. And then... Um, That's when we create, created the expert. And then, and then we, I was in the business for, for three months. We went to the um, South Wales Chamber of Commerce Business Exhibition in Carter City. Trace had paid like 800 quid to exhibit there. And I said, so what happened to you then? She said, oh, well, there's eight, there's, there's, there's 80 odd companies exhibiting. There was probably only a couple of hundred people that turned up. And she said, uh, not many people come to expos because, um, no one really bothers. So we finished the ex- exhibition, went, sat in a car in Cardiff City Stadium. And I turned to Trace and said, we're going to do an exhibition in three months time and we're going to bring, 500 people said, how are we going to do that? I said, I don't know, but we're going to do it. And we did it, 60 exhibitors. We had 500 people. Um, and we got Kevin Green, who's like one of the biggest landlords in the UK, is our first keynote speaker. He was Welsh as well, And he was he? Welsh. And then the second year, we brought um, Kevin Green, Daniel Priestley, and Dashana Ubu, who was like uh, entrepreneurs in London. And we had 120 exhibitors and 800 people. And then the third year, we said, right, let's bring a big name down. And we managed to get Hilary DeVay from the Dragon's Den. And that was through Kevin, wasn't Who that? was massive on the, on the Dragon's Den, one of the biggest programs on TV. And she spoke at our event. And when we announced Hilary DeVay as headline keynote speaker, no one believed it. No one believed we, were, we, we could do this, right? And she turned up in her car, in her Rolls Royce, with her number plates. HD1. HD. No, it was HD. Oh, was it? And she walked out, and she walked to the Car City Stadium. There was a big crowd there, all like, Jesus, that's, that's, that's um, Hilary Tavay. And she, she, she came to us, and she put her hand out and shook our hand. She said, it's an honor to meet you. Me and Trace looked at her thinking, what? That's freaking Hilary Devey from the Dragon's Den. He said, it's an honour to meet you. <laughs> but you know what? She's happy, darling. She loved us a bit. And she said, you need me to be one of your mentors um, in your business. Wow. And we said, yeah, okay. Uh, you know, what you want? Should I need 10% of your business? <laughs> and I learned one thing. Never sell any shares in your business at all. <laughs> and we never. And, um, and, uh, and then it basically, it grew every single year. Uh, and, and the reasons why we do the expo is we, I've had, I've had hundreds of people over eight years 
come to me and say, that entrepreneur you brought to Cardiff, that those people you brought to Cardiff, those people you brought to Cardiff, I've done my own business because of those people motivated me to do it and they inspired me and I learned from those people and that's what started me as, as an entrepreneur that started their own business. I've been inundated. I've been stopped at, in supermarkets and restaurants. Um, even I've been stopped in the streets. Um, even in even in like a, a shop. Um, I've learned so much that you brought Grant Cardone to Cardiff and what a superstar. I didn't know these people were there. Mm. What a superstar. I even saw people who saw Grant Cardone live um, on Media Wales, Wales Online. They filmed it live, okay? Also, it was on the BBC News on 6 o'clock. And the amount of people that said um, that, 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 that inspired them to follow Grant Cardone and to be entrepreneurs, that's one of the biggest satisfactions why I do this expo. Because people t- tell me that's why I've gone to as a be a, be a business owner, an entrepreneur. Because these people inspire me to do it, and that's what that's when that's what inspires us is to bring people to say, I saw Lord Sugar in Cardiff, I saw Grant Cardone, I saw Hilary Duvall, I saw Michelle Moe, I saw Suggs from Madness. You know, you know, why did you bring Suggs from Madness? Well, he, he's an entrepreneur. They didn't know that. He's got four businesses. He turns over twenty five million pounds a year from his businesses. You know, sucks for madness. You know, you know. So try and bring people to the events that you would never see. You'd never see them. That's what we try and do. And those are our goals and dreams to inspire people to do it. And we have a list of people who we're bringing this year um, that they've never seen before. And that's what we want to do because we we want we have we have um, we want to do something for the business community in Wales to say. Yeah, Interbiz did that, Interbiz did that, Interbiz did that, and I learned from these guys that he brought. Yeah. No, you're certainly raising the profile because we used to just be a little backwater, and I remember seeing a lot of events that were going on in London and other, other, other locations and thinking, why can't, why can't they just come to Cardiff, you know? But, uh, you guys are obviously obviously bringing it now, you know, so it's uh, it's awesome to see that. <laughs> okay. Um, so ch- change tack a little bit. Um, recalling some of your stories when you were younger, what, what um, lessons do you think you were gifted that's made you strong in the present? I think, um, I think, I think, I think in business and a lot of entrepreneurs is that if you're not born with a silver spoon in your mouth, you appreciate the nice things in life and you appreciate, um, what you work for, what you achieve that you never had as a kid. And I think as well, when, when, you're, when you're a child growing up, your parents teach you the basics in life. You get a job, you get married, you get a pension, you buy a house, and then you retire. And that's what you're brought up on. Yeah? Your parents were never entrepreneurs. You know? Luckily for me, my grandmother was an entrepreneur. And she used to keep saying to me, you need to have your own business. You need to be, be an entrepreneur. You need to do that. And I'm saying, Nan, listen, I haven't got into grant to go and run my own fashion store, blah, blah, blah. You know, I haven't got time. I haven't, you know. And, and, um, and she kept drilling to me, you've got to be, you've got to, you know, if you, want to, if you want to be successful in life, you have to work for yourself. You have to, to make any money. You can't do it working for other people. And she kept drilling that into me. And she was the only person in my family that, that kept telling me that all my family were entrepreneurs. They had their own businesses. Um, and I think, and I think that she was the only one that inspired she, she you. She was the only one who inspired me. She inspired me to do it. And it's always having that dream is, do I do it or don't I? 
and and you know and obviously you know one of the visions was when I understood the industry what we were in is what can I do to make a difference you know and and, and have a dream and have a goal what you want to bring but I think if you're brought up with with nothing we're not with luxuries and not not with you know things in life that um, you want to supply for you you want to supply your own kids and your own family those are the sort of things in life that you, you'll work hard for um, you know um, I think they're, they're sort of the, they give you the groundings of you know seeing you know you know my mum used to like you know my mum passed away when she was 49 you know was, you know when she brought up three kids you know seeing like you know like holes in your settee because she couldn't afford a suite and she like sew up your settee and you, you just see how your parents brought you up or well, my mum used to bring us up and um you know you, you, you but she'd you, go without wouldn't she, to she, give to you? she would go without to give to us so if you if you if you're brought up in a certain way it motivates you to um to, to go for things that you're thinking can we achieve that can we get that and can we can we can we can we provide that? And I think these are the tough times you go that you know when you've had nothing, you you you, you will you, you will go the extra mile to achieve it. Hmm. Yeah. So how, how about you, Tracy? Were, were you did you have the stories around you? Have you got to get a job? You've got to be you know. Um, I'm just thinking of like factory workers and and, and stuff like that. People like you know. What's the what's the word? It, it, I see them as just you know we're fodder. We go into the into the chain and we're banging away every day, outputting, outputting, without yeah. those people taking the two seconds to stand back and think, hang on a minute, I could be running this business. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? And well, no, I mean I had a slightly up, um, different upbringing to Paul in the sense of that um, my parents did stay together and they are still together. They, I, I literally live around the corner from them and I was there this evening with them. So I've been very lucky to have my parents that have stayed together and that they're both still alive. Hmm. Um, however, my father was um, very poor when he was younger. He grew up in Splot and his father passed away when he was only 11. Um, hmm. And his mother had four children that she had to bring up. Uh, my mother was one of seven, lived in Grangetown. And she too were, were very poor. My grandfather was a gambler. And he used to gamble all the money away. And, um, and my nana had a really tough upbringing, and hence my mother had a tough upbringing. So because they both had a tough upbringing, um, my dad tried to create um, a slightly better environment for myself. And although, you know, we weren't rich by any way, shape or form, but my dad used to be in the police force up until I was 11 years of age and decided one day that he was going to create a life for himself outside of the police force. He wanted to create something for himself. So he ended up going into the pub trade and he initially started off working for Welsh Brewers um, and then he eventually saved up enough money to buy his own little pub and he ended up um, running pubs and doing really well and he'd buy them cheaply um, when they were really run down and quiet and he turned them into monsters where they were really busy and, and really good profitable pubs, you know, and um, he learned along the way and he always used to say to me, you know, work hard. Um, but I'm all about, yes, you work hard, but you, you know, I think these days you've got to work hard, but try and work smarter, you know, whereas, you know, I think my parents always said, don't buy what you can't afford and only live within your means. And, you know, you don't have holidays unless you've got the money to do it and don't live off credit cards and all this sort of stuff. Well, sometimes when you're growing a brand or you're growing a business, you have to do those things and you have to 
have challenges and, um, you know, money doesn't come easily and you have to live off credit cards. So, you know, and, and, and so, you know, my parents always said to work hard, which I always did. I always had that ethos to work hard. Mm. However, I was just always very, very ambitious. You know, my friend said to me the other day, I knew you'd end up doing something like this because you said you love people. You've always been, you know, fun and laughter in the, in the classroom and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, um, she said, I just knew you'd do something, you know, for, 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 for this as your business, you know? Yeah. I had, I had a friend, I had a friend in work, uh, he was talking about what would we do if we, if we didn't work where we work. And I said, I, I, I don't want a restaurant. I said, I'd have all these people come in and be front of house and I'd be introducing them and shaking their hand and welcoming them, showing them to their table. And he said, uh, I, I said, what would you do? He said, uh, I own the building that you run the restaurant from. <laughs> I was like, whoa, he blew my mind. And I was like, whoa, I never thought of it like that. He really, really opened my mind up to the possibilities. So, yeah. One thing as well, there's two things I would, I would, uh, I would mention. One, one is um, a lot of our success that we've achieved is our business mentor, who was Sharon Lecter, the co-founder of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Oh, okay. One of the biggest selling books of all time in business. And, um, and she inspired me to come into Intrapid sort of about seven years ago. Um, so we learned a lot from Sharon. And obviously Sharon, um, was part of the, uh, financial boards for, um, Barack Obama and George Bush. So she advised them. And obviously when we told people that she was our business mentor for like nearly two years, and we're going to stay at her house in Arizona and Scottsdale. Um, you know, I think, and I think, I think being an entrepreneur in, 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 in certain industries, I call people and Grant calls them as well. We call them the one percenters. One percent of people get it. Ninety-nine percent of people don't get the vision or, or what we're talking about because they're not used to it or they don't they don't see it. Uh, and you have visionaries out there who who get it and understand it. And um, what we learned from Sharon was the uh, the power of association, the power of networking, and the power of of uh, celebrating your wins that you get uh, and successes. And we learned a lot from Sharon. And um, and one of the most intelligent, down to earth, you know, um, you know, loving. She's like a mum to us, her and Michael and, and her husband. You know, they're like, they're like, um. Well, we used to call them Mammy and Daddy Lecter. <laughs> yeah. And, and we're, we're, we're one of very few who stay in their house. Um, you know, they treat us like they're like our, uh, we're their kids. It's the respect that we got for them and for us is like immense. And, and, and that was priceless. You know, it was a lot of money that we invested to, to be mentored by them. Mm. But, when you look at what Sharon's achieved seven times New York Times best-selling author, you know when you when you work out on what she's done, and even today, the credibility factor, one of the most respected female entrepreneurs in the world, that is your business mentor. People take you seriously of what you've learned and what you do and, and how you achieve things. And the other point I would say about in business is you have to take risks. If you're not prepared to take those risks, um, we had 48 hours, yes or no. Would you like Lord Sugar to speak at your event? Um, and I actually said no, didn't I, at first? And, and in fact, in fact, <laughs> Trey said no, and I said yes. Um, 
the reasons obviously is costs, yeah, financial costs. Um, you know, it's a huge investment we have to put into it, and um, and that's the gamble you've got to take in life. You either yes or you or you don't. You get opportunities given to you, um, and some people say, you know, you'll never get another opportunity. So either you don't say you decline, uh, or you take it and, and you it, roll with it, and and you go right. How are we gonna how are we gonna achieve this? And we did that. So risks is, is another big question in you as being an entrepreneur is do you take or you don't take it? And exactly the same with Grant Cardone. Um, Grant Cardone was another opportunity that we took it, we did it, and you know, you know, the amount of people in the UK, um, the one percenters who one percenters of the UK know who Grant Cardone is. Ninety nine percent of people. Who's that? What's he about? Yeah. After his experience from last year in the UK, about 20% of people in the UK all knew who Grant Cardone was. Because obviously our marketing, our strategies, his, his brand awareness, what he did, and people are following now. <coughs> and I'll tell you what I did see. Uh, I saw something, uh, I think one of his Instagram accounts he had just under a, a, a million followers uh, up until the show last year. I think from there he's on to like 1.4 million. Wow! So, so you you see um, his presence in the UK. A lot of people follow him in the UK now. A lot yeah. of people. Um, so you you find the entrepreneurs in the world, and there's, there's a few out there who um, people never heard of. I mention names. They go, "Who's that?" Who's Sean Lecter? Who's who's um, uh, who's Grant Cardone? Who are these people? The one percenters know exactly who they are because they follow them. They learn from these people. Nine hmm. percent people don't. Nine percent people don't know who they are because they're they're in their own world. They don't they don't learn. They're not listening. They they don't watch things. I just go on social media. You'll learn all the all, all the top guys on there. You know, look at Tony Robbins. Look at him last weekend. Look at the crowds there. Yeah. I, I, I think personally, Cardone. I think Cardone will overtake Robbins. Yeah. I think Cardone will overtake Robbins. Um, oh, he hundred percent glo- globally. He Cardone will be the, 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 the new Robbins. He's on. He, he's on a world tour now, going to some like fifteen, twenty countries. Um, he's back over in the UK in June, so we're looking to catch up with him in June. Um, and uh, I think he will. He will overtake. He'll overtake Robbins. Yeah. What he brings to the table. Yeah, I I, I like his style. I mean, initially, he, he was a little bit. I was unsure how to take him, but uh, I, I stuck with it, and I'm glad I did because I like his message anyway. You know, it's it's very in your face. It's very straight, which is what I appreciate. I'm not into all the the BS that can that can go with it sometimes, but he's very direct. Uh, and he's and he's got tens of different social medias too, haven't he? Like, don't you know I mean he's all over it, literally <laughs> all the time. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Um, Trace used to say to me, you know, you know, you, you're too much on social media, you're too much with introverts, you're too much, in, 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 you know, and all these things like. And um, and I remember Trace telling me um, when she spoke to Grant. Um, yeah, I want to apologize for 
saying you're we're too much on social media because um grant was spending like a million quid um a week uh, on his budget for social media and he said i've just i've just 10 exit to 10 million quid now I want to know everyone on the planet to know who I am. And like I said, if they don't know you, they're not going to buy a thing from you. Yeah. And uh, you look at his productions he does for 10X. You know. Insane. You know, not many people do that. You just, you, you know, he's he's building it. He, he's going to hit, he's going to hit the, all these countries now this year. Give him two or three years. He's going to be a trillionaire. The, the, the Cardone brands. Uh, and you know what? We spent two weeks with him. Oh, he is what you see on video. Humble guy. Him and Elena, lovely people. Down to earth, uh, respectful. Will talk to anyone. You know, um, it's nice people. You know, uh, and, you know, and, and and got time for everyone. You know, loves his selfies. You know, how you doing, man? Just give me a high five. And you know, how, you know, what, what's your business then? He's interested. He wants to know. And when you see him on stage, yeah, that presence. Um, he can talk on stage for like 12 hours, 15 hours straight away. You know, he could go on, did three day conference in, in, um, uh, in Miami, you know, 12 hours a time, you know, full of content, kind of people blown away from what his knowledge is insane. Yeah. No, that's the way I felt. Me and Ailey watch him in the evenings on, uh, you know, when, when we're, when we're chilling or we're trying to get something done, we often chuck him on and listen to what's going on in the background. And he will inspire you. Hundred percent. He will inspire you, and that's what we do to our events and our expos and our after parties. We will inspire you, no matter what. That's what we want to try and do: is inspire you to be successful, be connected, enjoy your life, achieve your goals and dreams. Because anyone, you, know, you can do it. You can. We're a freaking example. We, you know, we can. We, we're only a normal couple. We're normal huh? people. You know, we're from mm. Cardiff. We, we, you know, we we, we we know lots of people. They respect us. We respect them. Um, but we, we want to change. We like, we love changing people's lives. That's the, that's the good thing. For the we, better. We like to change people's lives for, for the better to grow their businesses. That's our biggest satisfaction. We love that. We get a kick out of that. Big stuff. I get it. I get it. I, I left inspired after the, after the evening because, uh, there was a lady, a young couple to the, to the right, the mother and daughter. I think they, they, when they were trying to raise money, they were holding the pictures up. And they were bidding against each other. And they, and they went up, I think it was six, seven, eight, hundred, nine hundred. And I'm looking at the lady thinking, Jesus Christ, look at, they're, they're laughing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's just like, I thought, I, I'm missing something. Uh, you know, I, obviously I'm not in those circles on a daily, on a daily basis at all. But I mean, just to be in it, to experience it, I thought, well, if, it's doable. It's just putting the work in. You come to the VIP after party at the Vale, yeah? Yeah. Grand Cardone. Yeah. That event was insane. <laughs> Everyone said to me, wow. Yeah. They walked, awesome. that, they walked into that room and they were blown away. They went, wow. Even now people say to me, wow. I, you know, they still talk about it. It was, it was insane. Um, brilliant events. Grant was there. Um, it was just a buzz in the room. Everyone was buzzing, enjoying it, beautiful food. We're back there again now in November. But people people said to me like two or three months later, um, the room looked amazing. It, it, it was an amazing it is beautiful. It was beautiful. It was an amazing room. 
and um, the production on it was 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 phenomenal. Um, and that's the standards we like. You know, that's the standards we work with. You know, we want to put on something as memorable. Thinking, wow, I want to come to the next one. Hmm. We did that. <laughs> I mean, it's fantastic. Do you know what I mean your local local people is trying to trying to lift other Welsh people up and show them the way, show them what they can achieve, get out and do it, achieve something. My three favourite words: make it happen. <laughs> I like it. And the thing is that you know, that's, you know, that's, that's it. You know, is everyone goes through tough times? Everyone goes through crap. Everyone, you know, everyone has wins, has success, and and. and Business is it's up and down. You have good days, you have bad days. You have good weeks, you have bad weeks. You have good months, you have bad months. Business is like a roller coaster. You know, it, there's never the same pattern. You know, if it was, everybody would be doing it. Yeah. Um, you just got to keep going. You just got to be confident. And just you know, believe. Just believe that you can do it. Just keep believing. You know, even if it's against you, you just somehow how do you pull out the bag? Just you know. For the actual mile, you just got to think of strategies that will make it happen for you. Or yeah, make it happen with you as well. Yeah, well, you've got me thinking now. I need, to, I need, to, <laughs> I need to start digging in and and getting out there more. Okay, um, I want to be respectful of your time, Paul. Um, I'll start wrapping it up because Tracy originally said about an hour, so I know you've just come in from golf, so I don't want to. I don't know if you've had tea yet. It's in the microwave, I think. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. God, can I ask you just like two more questions? Yeah, sure. Okay. Looking into the future, what would be the craziest and most exciting thing for you both to be experiencing? Okay. Listen, I, I've, got, I've got a vision. I'm going to bring the biggest names ever seen in this country, not just Wales, in this country that walk out on Astro stage, walk out there and go, look, look who's there. Bang, 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 and their faces are all going to drop. Let me tell you, I'm in talks with those people now. <laughs> I like it. We're going to make Watch it happen. This We're gonna make it happen. <laughs> I'm telling you, the biggest billionaires in the world, yeah, I'm in talks with them now. And we're going to make it happen. Let me tell you, we will. I love it. I love it. It's, it's, it's not, what's the word? It's not, it's not confidence. It sounds like a done deal. <laughs> Well, just, we will. It's just a matter of time, that's all. I, I just need to know, work out the strategy of getting all these people to work in one place and one destination. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we got we, we got loads of, you know, ideas and people we want. But we want to see, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, names that, they're household names, everyone knows who they are. If I mentioned four names, people say, I want to buy a ticket now. So one one name maybe. I, I haven't even convinced, confirmed the date yet. I'll buy one now. You would come. <laughs> everyone want the whole country want to come to this event. What we got plans, and it's going to be, it's going to be insane. And it's going to happen in Cardiff. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool, guys. I tell you what, I'm going to be, I'm going to be watching. So, uh, <laughs> so, so the next question leads into where can the audience find you and on what platforms. So listen, you know, so we're we're on Instagram, you know, Paul Smolinski on Instagram, Instagram on Instagram, uh, Paul and Tracy Smolinski on LinkedIn. Follow us on LinkedIn. Uh, we're on Facebook, Intrabiz, Me and Trace um, Smolinski are on uh, Facebook. We're on Twitter, uh, Intrabiz on Twitter. We're on Intrabiz Expo. 
Um, we're on uh, Paul Swalinski on Twitter. Um, so just follow us. Just follow us. What we got? What we got planned? We've got some new things happening as well soon. We're going to see a lot. Some new. Some new. Um, uh, some videos and uh, podcasts, and you're going to see some some exciting things we got planned. Um, we've got some great speakers to announce. That people keep saying to me, "How are you going to top Lord Sugar?" That's everyone keep asking me that question. That was my That's first question. Intrigued. <laughs> Who's coming this year, Paul? And I say, listen, we got we got a few people coming. Listen, don't need to know yet. We've got some people already, some good, some good people. Also, we have some fantastic names we've got coming this year who are um, linked to the f- most famous names in the world. Okay. <laughs> Leaving on a bit of intrigue. I like it. <laughs> so, so we've got people who are close to these people that who we want to bring uh, to, to the UK. So, um, yeah, and, and every, everyone knows, everyone that knows me close, um, you know, uh, what I want to do, what I want to achieve. Um, you know, I, 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 have a, I have a dream of people that I want to see in a big lineup in, in one place. And um, that's my goal is to, to try and bring the deal off, bring, bring it on, you know, make, make it happen. You know, it's trying to make it happen. And uh, that's what I'm trying to do. Um, and, and if it does happen, which I, I'm confident it will, um, it'll be the biggest event in the UK, not just in not just in uh, uh, in, in the UK. So thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed it. My name is Joel Ingram, and I am a certified NLP coach. I help passionate, resourceful, and professional people feel stuck and unfulfilled with aspects of life to rewrite their narrative and chronicle a new, engaging, and captivating future. Please subscribe if you found benefit. Cool. Well, I've got a, a, a no point wishing you luck because it's, luck's not needed. It's, uh, I don't know. What's the best thing to say? Uh, break a leg or something like that, is it? I'll tell you what, listen. Um, business is, is a lot down to luck. You need, you need to be lucky. It's because... If you don't make the right decisions or the right strategies, um, you've got luck with it as well. And you know, you know, I, I, let me give you an example. You know, many times I prayed to God that can this happen, and and it does, and it does come off. So I'm a big believer of um, your path is meant to be, and if you believe in something and you wish for something, it will do. And I'm, I'm a firm believer. Um, what's the saying? If you believe in something, your dreams do come true. Um, and, and you, sometimes I believe you you have to have a, a, a vision when you sort of close your eyes is 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 visualizing something to, to happen and visual, visualizing yourself there in a dream hmm. when you see that dream and yourself there that's what makes it happen you know I always dreamt that um, we would introduce Lord Sugar and Grant Cardone on stage an intravis event. And I'm a great believer in the law and, of attraction. And, and the law of attraction. And, um, and funny enough, the law of attraction, um, they're some of the people we're talking to. Um, have you ever seen the, the movie, the secret? Yes, I have. Yeah. Okay. So you'll know some of the stars in that, in that film. So, um, we're big believers of, uh, Jack Cranford and, um, 
John Martini, and uh, we, we had uh, uh, Marie Diamond speak at our event two years ago. Nice. So, um, so we'll talk to those people as well. Cool. So those are the people that would inspire people. I'm with you. Yeah. No, indeed. Yeah, I did. totally agree. I think it's fantastic what you're doing. I want to wish you both all of all of prosperity and future business luck that I can send you away. Listen, you know, we love speaking to people. Whether it's half past twelve, half past nine at night, whether it's six o'clock in the morning. I haven't got to say another word because he'll just keep on. But we like people like you. You know why? Because you know, you know, you're one of the one percenters out there who who get what's happening, what's going on. Cool. Thank you. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm pursuing. I'm pursuing my own fulfilment. So it's all part of the journey. Get yourself a mentor, Joel. You get yourself a mentor, and you, it'll help are you. you. Are you Cardiff-based, Joel? Uh, yeah, I am, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. You need a mentor you then, don't you? <laughs> that, that, that would be awesome. But <laughs> we can share our knowledge with you. <laughs> One thing we love doing is sharing what we've learned from Shaman Nectar. Okay. And um, we shared it to our network. So we, we share a lot of advice to our members and our sponsors and our clients, all the things that Sham has taught us, what I've learned from Grant Cardone, what I've learned from Lord Sugar, yeah. what I've learned from uh, Michelle Moan. Uh, you, you pick, pick up lots of golden nuggets in business because you, you, you ask questions and you look for advice and you pass that knowledge on. Yeah. So how might someone approach you then, uh, Paul, to, to ask you to be a mentor? They just reach out and ask. Reach out, reach out to us. Reach out. Costs. Reach, reach but, out to know, us. You know, yeah, um, you know we, invest in yourself. We, we we mentor people as as part of um, you know our, our our membership. So you know, if anyone's interested, just uh, send an email to info at intrapeers.co.uk, um, and you know, and ask um, you know, uh, you know, just you know, some 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 a chat, some a meeting. You know, um, you know, we we love. Uh, Educating people, um, in the knowledge that we've learned in, in ten years. You know, ten years we've been doing this, and um, we, we love sharing that knowledge to people who who want to um, grow their companies. Yeah. You know, uh, quick, like fast. Okay. And, and we, we we got two mentors as well. So, um, so you know, we learned from those guys as well. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, but guy here won't get you there. You have to one thing. One thing I've learned in life: you have to invest in yourself. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, because there's 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 no um, there's no shortcuts. No, indeed, no. no. You go the long way, or you go the, or, or the short way, but you, you know you have to invest in the shortcuts to, to learn things. And um, I recommend. I, I always advise all people in business, in business, even people in our network. And I'll give you an example. We got clients who turn over thirty. 50 million pound a year. We got people mentoring them in our network. Well, okay. That's... They, 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 they still haven't achieved their goals. They, they want to know how to, how to the business from 50 to, to 70 million. How do they achieve that? And they don't have the strategy or the, or the skills. So people who've got that expertise will show up. I'm with you. 
Okay, well, you, you could be expecting an email in your inbox <laughs> either later tonight or tomorrow. <laughs> well, thank you. I want to thank you both for taking the time. It's so much appreciated. No problem. And I uh, hope, uh, hope we can help your audience. And, you know, if it's all about, if we can make a difference to just one person's life, you know, that's fantastic. If it's more, it's even better. But uh, we're all about helping helping people, you know? Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll help you as well. So listen, any, any, uh, anything you need, just let us know. And just help. remember one thing. The more people you help, whatever you do, so you, yourself as well, and I say that to anyone who's listening, the more people you help, the more your business grows anyway. So okay. I never, ever, never think of the money first. Think of what it will do for others because the more that you help others grow, they will then tell other people. Okay. I'm with you. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I do. We'll keep learning from him. He's a master. Yeah. He's, he's, he's prolific. And you're right. He has got a lot of information in his head. I mean, I've seen him on stage and he just, he spouts, like you said, for, and just keeps coming out. And it's all knowledge bombs. That's the crazy bit. He, he, do you know one thing about Grant Cardone? He loves um, networking. Absolutely yeah. loves the follow-up. Uh, when he does his sales pitches and his sales academy, the fortune of the follow-up, you know, he, it's not one of our sayings in our book. We say that. Um, his processes, his, his procedures that he has. Um, he's a serial networker, Grant Cardone. He's read my book as well. Yeah, he's read, he's read the Intimus book. Um, he was inspired by that book as well. And, cool. uh, and, um, and, and a quick story before you go. Um, how we got Grant Cardone to, to, to the UK is Grant invited Sharon Nectar to his, um, to his, um, uh, to his, uh, his TV show. Okay. America. And one of the questions he asked Sharon, he's thinking about coming to the UK. And and uh, who 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 do I speak to in the UK? Who do I deal with in the UK? Yeah, and she said there's only two people you need to speak to in the UK who can help you. Yeah, and uh, and our names were mentioned. And wow. uh, the trust factor is all about you know who do I trust? Who do I speak to? And um, when um, he was coming to the UK, we said to Sharon, um, Grant's coming over, and uh, Sharon said, "Oh, send my love to Grant." But Sharon told Grant um, about me and Trace, and that's how we had a meeting in the Mandarin Hotel in London, uh, one of the top hotels. Um, normally, Grant charges £10,000 for an hour of his time. Okay? Hour. An hour. We were there for two and a half hours. Two and a half hours, and we got like a house on fire. It was like, um, you know when you see people? that you've never seen before. You see him on telly and you see him on screen, what they're going to be like. Um, met him. You know, I, I remember telling um, Mark Wright, the apprentice winner, um, do you want to meet Grant Cardone? And he went, what? The Grant Cardone? I said, yeah. He went, how? And uh, he said to me, um, come over to the UK, to London. And I said we're going to have um, we're going to have a, we're going to have a meet up with him, have a coffee, and uh, have a chat, and um, look at opportunities about working together. And Mark Wright from The Apprentice, obviously, he's mentored by Lord Sugar. Okay. And uh, he said to me, "Do you know Grant Cardone was on my wall when I was a kid growing up?" No way. Grant Cardone. 
he said, um, I adore Grand Cardone. When we went to the Mandarin Hotel in London, we met up um, in a restaurant across the road there. And um, I said, right, we're going to go meet Grant now. And got introduced to Grant. And um, Mark Wright sat on the sofa. And I'm looking at him. And he's looking at me with a big grin on his face. Saying, looking Grant Cardone now. (laughs) You never believed he would see Grant Cardone in face-to-face, right? And I was down to my network of people who I work with that made it happen, and also Shaman Lecter, and he had to pinch himself, Mark. And you know, Mark Wright and Lord and um, and Grant Cardone got like a house on fire. They were like, they were like, you know, um, like two best buddies I've ever seen for years. They got like a house on fire. Cool. That's, 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 a, that's a true story. And that just would never have come about if you hadn't have known Sharon. That, 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 that was the initial. Yeah, that was one of the initial um, points that got us to meet Grant Cardone. Yeah, it's like see what you're saying. I can see how it's all working in and linking together. So, so when you're mentored by people, and when you surround yourself by people, sometimes um, the, the the gold uh, is um, is not there to collect straight away. It could take years. Before opportunities happen, but what happens is our relationship, our recommendation, the know that that person that's worked with us and knows us well, and, and obviously the trust factor was the biggest thing with Sharon. She knew us well, um, and when Sharon recommended us to Grant, and Sharon Sharon knows um, uh, Bill Gates, Donald Trump, you're in a book with Donald Trump. She knows all the top people in the world. Right. Uh, all the top CEOs of the companies all knew Sharon Lecter is. And when Sharon says, you need to speak to Paul and Tracy from Interbiz, these guys are one of the, you know, the top networks in the UK. People want people like billionaires want to meet us. It's like, what? You know, who are these guys? They want to meet us. And that's how, and that's how it happens. Because of, she recommended us because she mentored us and she knew, and she knew us and she trusted us. And she know that when we introduce these people, that we're going to look after these people and, and treat them with the same respect. And yeah. also, you have to be you have to be credible. Okay. That's one of the biggest things. You got to be cre- credible. Your brand has to be credible. Okay. Okay. I need some. You got my brain. I'm thinking. I'm thinking as I'm interviewing. There's stuff I need to go away and digest. <laughs> Listen, it's great, great, to, great to talk to you. Great to, great to meet you. Um, I'm not gonna have some tea now because I'm starving. And, yeah, crack on, man. Thank you so much for your time. Much appreciated. Listen, great to meet you. And listen, maybe you know, we meet up a time, meet up one of the events soon, something like that. Yeah, definitely. Okay, sounds great. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, wife, for me as well, please. Thank Take, you, care. Oh, Take care. Thank you, Tracy. <laughs> Thank you, Tracy. Bye, both. Take care. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye.